Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello and welcome everybody, Janet Beckers here and I'm really excited to welcome you to my lovely friend, Tracy Matthews. Hey Tracy. Hey Janet, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Now Tracy and I got to know each other really well for a mastermind group that we were mm-hmm. both in for for a year where I got the opportunity, like I traveled to the US like for two out of 12 months. I was in the US traveling, exploring while I was there and the biggest highlights for me were the amazing people who I got to meet through this group and Tracy really stood out for me apart from as you'll get to meet (laughs) as you'll get to meet I mean Tracy's just so real and really positive and enthusiastic but also I just loved watching you Tracy where you would go you know what I'm going to do this to be able to I'm gonna I'm gonna trial out this marketing strategy I'm gonna try out this strategy with my tribe of clients to see if this helps them with engagement like you're never content to just go well this is what I've always done I'm going to keep on just doing that oh no I'm an innovator (laughs) yeah I know and that was fantastic and really really open about well I tried doing this it didn't work but I tried doing this and this was awesome look at this great result so for me as somebody who like I love that creativity part of business to see you embracing that with so much enthusiasm but also so much authenticity makes you a really fantastic person to to watch as well as to get to know so yeah well thanks Janet well you know you're always such a vibrant you know energetic person in the community too and it was I always learned so much from you being in that group as well and you know, I think we have a similar outlook on life because we're both very positive people. We love loving on our people and it's just, you know, we loved being in that tribe and it's just great to, that you're nurturing your tribe too, because mm. this is the way that we all grow together as entrepreneurs, which is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, um, and then the tribes is of course the big, the big reason why I'm passionate about what I do. Um, yeah. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So what I've done is I've invited Tracy along apart from, you know, her a great approach that she, that she has for leading in her business. And also because it, there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast that are in a creative field. They are either creative people who can't help but approach things in a creative way or the actual work that they do is creative. So... Can you tell us quickly about, you know, who it is that you serve and how do you do that? Absolutely. So I am uh, Tracy Matthews, as Janet said, I serve the jewelry industry. So I uh, teach jewelry, uh, independent jewelry brands uh, to uh, grow their business with practical business and marketing skills. And we help them uh, launch, grow, and scale based on wherever they are in their business. And I do that through online courses, through a monthly membership, and then we also have a high-level coaching program. And one of my favorite things to do is my podcast, Thrive by Design, which it started out as just for jewelry designers, and now it's really just for creative visionaries <laughs> because Bye. it's for those people who have amazing ideas and they want to get their voice heard out in the world, but and and really want to 
get the right support so that they can move a little bit faster. And it's exactly what I needed when I was starting out. And that's why I do it because I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. And the nice part that I've got to know from just hearing from behind the scenes, how you run your business is you have a really quite a thriving community because I mean, your business is, um, it's what well, it's, um, flourish thrive Academy is like, you yes. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and that also describes the culture, it seems of the people who are attracted to be your clients because um, there is that real sense of a real engagement that is happening within your community. Would that, would that be right from you actually being in it? Does it feel that way? Well, absolutely. So, you know, one of the things that, um, for me, that's really important. I'm an extreme extrovert. I like being around people. I like engaging people. I like having conversations with people. I feel like video has been one of my strongest mediums in re uh, getting my message to people. Yeah. Um, and I use video a lot actually to engage with my tribe because I think it's really important. But for me, keeping that engagement going is where you get results because especially, I don't know if you're, you felt this way, Janet, but I know as a creative visionary and someone who started in, as an entrepreneur over 25 years ago in the 90s and built a business without much anything like there is online today before the internet was even started, hmm. that the one thing that I felt like I was lacking always was support. And so I feel like community is one of the ways to do that. Uh, the core, some of the core values of our company, Flourish and Thrive Academy, is like the, my number one core value is really to have fun. So I feel like everything should be fun when you're actually learning it and doing it. Yeah. And another core value is to always be learning. And so uh, when you're always learning, you're able to innovate and sort of stay ahead of the curve. And so I think that uh, these things have allowed us to build a really strong community because they're leaning on one of each one another, but we're always kind of like pushing them and I'm pushing myself continually out of my comfort zone to help, you know, create that support and engagement, not only in our groups, but with our even wider audience as well. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Well, am I picking up on that point about pushing yourself and out of your comfort zone and that learning? Let's go back a few years ago yeah. about why you started the business. Cause you're, you're a jeweler. So you already had a successful business and you still have a successful yeah. jewelry business, don't you? Yes. So yeah. I'm a, yeah, I have a successful jewelry business. I'm a private jeweler here in New York city, or I call myself a jewelry designer cause I'm not actually physically making the jewelry anymore. Right. Uh, and I'm not time for that, <laughs> but, um, you know, I love it. I have a passion for jewelry. I love working with customers. In fact, uh, I have a customer coming over tonight, which is super awesome. Um, and I had a great business, but one of the things that I felt like, uh, was happening to me as I was kind of moving in the second iteration of my business was that I had this desire to like give back and help others. And it started with people kind of reaching out to me for consulting packages and long story short, I'm not going to go into the weeds here. Uh, this was sort of like the impetus and the idea for me starting flourish and thrive Academy, because I was thinking back to when I first started my first business and, and trying to get that support and consulting help, but I didn't know where to go. And the people that were around were, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't really a right fit, um, uh, in the respect of budget and also the respect of like their industry experience. And so I wanted to just test this idea and really push myself out of my comfort zone, uh, because people were asking me for help and I knew that I could help them. So I, I, uh, like took it, and I don't think it was really a gamble in a sense, but I wanted to make sure that this was a proven idea because it already had a successful business. And I knew that if I was going to put energy into 
growing an education platform and really helping people that I was going to do it a hundred percent. So I wanted to make sure that this was the right fit because I, I knew that that meant I would have to step away from my jewelry business a little bit and that I wouldn't give, be able to give it as much love as, uh, and when I say that, I just wouldn't be able to, I would be limited in the number of clients that I could take yeah. on. Yeah. Um, so I, I've give them great service, but you know what I mean? Um, okay. so, uh, we did, I, was talking to my co-founder. I co-founded the company with my friend, Robin Kramer. She's still involved in the business, but I'm the chief visionary officer now. And she's kind of doing her own coaching program for wholesale on the side. And, um, when we started, I said, you know, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to consult with a launch manager. I want, I want someone who already knows what they're doing to tell us the steps and what it's going to entail before I dive in, because I, I want to know what I'm getting into. And I want someone to tell me exactly what to do because I don't want to waste my time trying to figure this out. Yeah. And, um, she said, you should pre-sell the course. And so I was like, all right, let's do this. So we got an opt-in in. we spent three weeks building our, uh, did doing lead generation in a Facebook group and, doing random social media we got 300 people on our list just by like reaching out to people that we knew. And, uh, we did a beta, uh, launch of the program doing a presale and we sold like 20 slots to the program. And, uh, we told them that they, we would deliver it in September. So we had uh, about six or eight weeks to get that done. We did an official launch in September and we had 50 people total take our program. Um, at the first get go. And so we knew that we had an idea. I told Robin that we weren't going to move forward because we were both working for free uh, in the beginning. Uh, we weren't going to move forward um, until we, we weren't going to move forward if we, after six months, we didn't turn a profit. And within the first six months, we turned a profit. We made our first $6,000, which I was very proud of. And then we launched our program and, uh, fully in, in January of the following year. So we spent six months, like from the middle of the year to January building it. And that January we had 125 people join our program uh, for a, a different price point. So much higher. Yes. <laughs> so it was great. Like we knew that we had something, we knew that it was good. Many of our first students six years ago are, coaches in our programs now, which is pretty awesome because they've learned so much from us Yeah, and it's been an amazing way to sort of leverage what we teach and leverage your, myself because they know everything that I teach and I don't have to be the only person teaching it, which is mm. awesome. Yeah. There's a couple of things there that I really want to point out to people who yeah. are listening is because a really cool part about this particular podcast is, you know, I want you to take action. So there's a few really important action points there that Tracy's mentioned that really make a difference between if you're going to be a person who's got an idea and let's get this happening to a person who actually is positioning themselves like, you know what, I'm going to build a tribe and I'm going to be the leader. And there were a couple of things. One was having that reality check of I have an existing business. I'm only going to do this if it makes me the money. I'm not going to hold on to this because it's yeah. my love, it's my passion. I'm going into this with the mindset of a CEO. And so I think that's a big thing that a lot of people miss. They'll just go in going, yeah, this could work, it couldn't work. Yours was it's going to work in this time and I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. I'm going to get somebody that can get me there. That's, that makes a huge difference. And oh my gosh. It saves so much time. I can't even like, 
if that's all anyone does is just have someone tell them what to do, people balk at investing in programs or coaches or consultants. It is the best spent money ever. Like I will always continue. I mean, we were spending tens of thousands of dollars to be in a mastermind group Mm. and my business tripled while I was in that group and put me over seven figures. And so I say that because uh, without that group, I know that that wouldn't have happened because the ideas and the guidance and the camaraderie and the support that I got from that group helped me get to my next level. So at any level in business that you are, like you're always going to need those people that mm-hmm. kind of push you beyond what you know, and you'll move so much faster. And I, I always say like, invest in your business, invest in yourself because um, who wants to waste their time figuring it out, like doing tech stuff when you're not good at that? Or oh, absolutely. It's one of those things that you feel like you're doing your business stuff because you're being really, really busy working out how to add a plugin on your WordPress site. Like, yeah. really, you know, no, that's much more better if you're going to actually be approaching this as a business. So that's a really important step. Why Tracy is the person who succeeded in this niche and continues to succeed rather than being one of the many others who thought, ah, this is a great idea. And the other thing that I really think is an important thing for people to notice here, I absolutely love how you shared that you didn't try to go out and find the most sophisticated, complicated way to start building your mailing list. And that if I didn't have you used your existing network, you used your relationships and with 300 people, that was enough for you to launch to do proof of concept. Yep. That is such a huge lesson for so many people because they'll go, a lot of times people will go, look, I need an evergreen webinar, you know, and they haven't even tested every single thing that is happening. You know, is there actually a demand? You know, have I got the offer right? Whereas no. you've just demonstrated so beautifully, Tracy, that, you know what, You've got your existing relationships. Ask people to share things. You know, just ask people. It's really, really simple. It does. It's not glamorous. It's not fully automated. But look where it led you. And I also think in this day and age, depending on what the offer is, sometimes like having that personal touch and like reaching out individually makes it such a bigger impact mm. to um, someone saying yes, especially if you're selling high ticket than trying to automate everything. I mean, we just had a launch recently and we were trying to just capture some more numbers. So we were doing some like really unsophisticated things to just have conversations with people to invite them in to the program because we wanted to get a couple more people on there, like 10 people. And so I personally spent time DMing people because I know how to uh, address like what their um, objections were going to be and help them overcome it so that they would just take the leap. Yeah. While while I don't do that all the time because I don't have the time to do that, nor do I, you know, my fingers hurt on my phone, but, (laughs) you know, DMing Instagram people. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, it adds this personal touch that I know some of those people will be fans for life because of that, because they're actually talking. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, that's brilliant. That's really good. And it's, and it's, and it's bringing out that, that even if you've got a lot of support team and we're going to talk about that in a minute and you may already have a lot of stuff already automated recognizing that even when you're not just in startup that the conversations are really really important is another great lesson for people to take don't feel that if you're actually having conversations with people if you're getting on the phone or if you're doing it by private message that you're not sophisticated enough 
that you're kind of playing small game, as a lot of people seem to think that, that that's actually how the sales happen. So it's really nice to hear you say that at the beginning and also at this stage where you're doing so, so well. Um, now, there's another thing that I'd really like to talk about because this is something that you do really well, Tracy, is with tribes and we've talked about, you know, that engagement that you have, but we've, you're also, you've got, a jewelry business, like you're consulting straight after here with yeah. with a jewel, you know, designing, you know, jewelry design. Yep. You also have this, you know, successful and continuing to grow and flourish, beautiful community around the coaching. Now I love how, you know, I'd like, like to spend just a little bit of time talking about how on earth do you manage to keep that engagement going with so little time. I mean, there's only so much Tracy to spread around. And you've already said you're the chief visionary. I am. Officer. <laughs> you're, not, you're, you're not the and chief officer. You're the chief visionary officer. So how do you do that? How do you keep that engagement and still not have to make everything being done by you? Jen, I look forward to the day when I don't have to call myself the CEO of this company anymore because that's not where my brilliance is really coming up with ideas and working on the big relationships and uh, inspiring people to take action and sharing my stories and how those stories relate to business ideas. And that's why I love my podcast so much. And I realized a long time ago because I've been an entrepreneur for over 25 years that the people you surround yourself with are a, a direct correlation of how successful you will be. And so, right. um, I, I learned a hard lesson, a lesson the hard way in my first business that I probably needed to restructure and hire some different people. And I did it. I kept those, the wrong people on my team for a while and I love them all for different reasons. But you know, as Ryan, our mentor used to say all the time, the people that got you where you are, aren't the people who will always get you to the next level. Yeah. So I worked really hard to build myself an amazing team. And the team comes in a lot of forms because when we first launched a high level coaching program slash mastermind group for Flourish and Thrive Academy, it was just me and my co-founder coaching. And I realized that one-on-one -on -one coaching, while I liked it when it was like the right fit, wasn't like always my jam. Whereas Robin really loved it. And I'm always thinking of like, how can I scale this and leverage the people who are best at doing X, Y, and Z, because I know that I'm not good at everything and I'm okay with not being good at everything. Yeah. In fact, I good. tell people that I'm not good, good at that if I can't do it. And so um, I spent a lot of time and it's been definitely a progression. You know, we started with our internal core team. Um, I have someone who actually runs the business with me. Uh, she's my business manager and she kind of stepped into that role about a year and a half or two years ago when she came back from maternity leave after being with the company for a while. And um, that's been a game changer for me because I'm not, it's helped me manage fewer people so I can do what I'm best at and come up with marketing strategy and creative ideas. Yeah. More than anything, around uh, about two years ago, I hired a couple of other core team members. Uh, one of them was a launch manager. Another one was a, um, a community manager. And another one was a writer because those were all things that I was doing. I was spending a lot of time writing. I was spending a lot of time nice. figuring out how to launch things and also managing the community and being able to make that investment in team. And we started just small with smaller hours, but they all were willing to take on more hours as we grew helped uh, free up my time enough because they were doing some of the like heavy lifting that I didn't necessarily need to do. 
Mm-hmm. And now we have like a system set up where, you know, I know exactly where I need to be when I know when I'm going to be responding and commenting on things. And it helped me, gave me the space to like, think about how I could structure the new group when we decided that we were not going to continue with our version of our mastermind program, um, to create a coaching group around, uh, exactly what people needed that was really going to be best served if we hired coaches. And many of them are actually our former students. And so basically we have about 15 coaches in our high level coaching program. They all have other businesses and a lot of them are uh, agencies or businesses or they're jewelry designers themselves who have done something really well. And now they're teaching other people how to do it. And it's been, it's been pretty incredible. And that's allowed me to, um, uh, offer amazing service to the people who are investing at our highest level. It's allowed them to get amazing value. Uh, We are about to go out for our first round of renewal. The program's been around for less than a year. The official renewal date is January 1st, but we did an intake like around October of last year. Right. And we did a little like intake survey. We have 80% of the original people who joined want to continue. That's and to fantastic. me, that's a huge win. Um, yeah. Because that means that they're getting results and enough results that they want to continue getting that support. And so it's been really exciting for me to see how building the right team around you and really stepping into what I'm best at, which is, uh, doing the high level stuff it's in yeah. coming up with ideas has allowed the business to grow. And yeah. I look forward to more growth when I can really do that more. And we're working on um, that right now with the team. So it's exciting and it's fun. And we were talking about when you're restructuring that sometimes it's a lot of work and I'm up for the challenge because I'm excited to see what happens on the other side, because I know that that's how you deliver. That's how you really deliver your brilliance to your tribe. Yeah. And, uh, step into what you're best at and everyone's got their, their thing, you know, and for me, it's talking a lot and showing up on video and doing a podcast. So yeah, yeah. which is, which is kind of like my vibe as well. So I, I really get that. And you know what, um, what I just absolutely loved, and this is, you know, for people who are listening about what you can take to do that in your business is there's a couple of things there that I thought were really powerful lessons. Number one was like knowing what you're good at and that you were just really happy to not be, you know, Oh my gosh. Acknowledge that you don't, don't need to do everything. And then the other thing that I thought was really powerful was a lot of times people think they need that one person. And that they've got to bring that one person on full time who's going to be their two IC, who's going to do basically everything that I don't want to do. And they're always looking for this holy grail, this person who really never ever exists. I love how you went, I need someone to do this, 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 and just brought them on for a few hours each to start with and then built from there. That just means that you can free yourself up so much. Um, but it doesn't have to be something that means I have to have reached this stage before I can possibly afford to bring somebody else on. It's, it's a really smart way to do it. I think Tracy. Thank you. Yeah. I think, um, I used to make the mistake of trying to hire someone to be everything to everyone. And then when you're running a small business, you know, sometimes most of the time you don't have full-time hours for people until you're doing like multiple quite honestly like you just don't unless I mean in my jewelry business that in the first one like I needed full-time production work but oftentimes it was patched together by part-time work with a bunch of students because they were going to school and learning so there are different solutions out there 
that I think people don't think about, about how you can get stuff on your plate. You can also hire people just for a project. It doesn't have to be ongoing. And if I can leave you with anything, like if it's the one thing, it's that you suck at a lot of things in your business and it's okay. And I don't want you to have any shame about that. But the best thing that you could ever do is to get people in who can take that stuff off your plate as soon as you possibly can. Mm. Even in the short term, if it means you not getting paid as much and you're taking out, I don't want to say taking out the profits, but taking out maybe just like a slight little bit out of what you might pay yourself only because like that will allow you to focus on the things that are actually going to help you bring more money in, like the sales, which as the CEOs or the CVOs, as I like to say, the chief visionaries, you are always going to be the best salesperson for your brand. Um, yeah. Until you have, you train another salesperson to do that for you. That has been the case my entire life. It doesn't matter what business I've been in. I've been the number one salesperson for all of my businesses. Right. When someone else tried to sell, like I ne- they never sold such so much. Just doesn't work. That's so good. Yeah. Um, and so just, if you can think about that, like if you were focused, if you're spending all this time doing five to $15 tap an hour tasks, if you freed that time up to focus on the 500 to $1,000 tasks an hour tasks, how would you be able to grow faster? And, yeah. um, and with, because if you don't, you're always going to be a big bottleneck for your business and you're going to stunt your growth and you won't be able to grow as quickly or get to the place where you really want to be. Yeah. That is a really perfect note for us to finish on. I think is that big lesson of, you know, stepping up, and deciding that, you know what, I am the leader. I am the chief visionary officer. I love that term. I'm going to use that. That you know, Use it. Please. We're on a mission. Chief visionaries. No, no CEOs. We have the CVOs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just having that decision of, you know what, if I'm going to step up, then absolutely. I am I'm going to have to get a support team. And I love that thing of just bringing them in for a few hours and make it happen is really, really powerful. So I'm so grateful for your time today, Tracy. And oh, it's been so fun, Janet. Yeah. And so for everybody that's listening, like for them now, how are they going to stay in Tracy's world? Like what's the best place for them to go and find you and to connect? You can, so the best places are you can find me on Instagram at Tracy Matthews, New York. I know Janet will link it in the show notes, but my name is T-R-A-C-Y-M-A-T-T-H-E-W-S-N-Y at the end, or come to the Thrive by Design podcast. You know, I launched it really for jewelry designers, but I've been told over and over, it's like just, it's overall great business advice for people who are visionaries or creatives, because I speak through my lens of like getting support hiring the right team, figuring your way around like marketing strategy and coming up with innovative ideas. Because in my opinion, it's the innovators, the people who stay ahead of the curve and are testing something different and, and not resting on their laurels, maybe is a good yeah. way to put it, who are the ones that thrive and continue to succeed. And so uh, we talk a lot about fun stuff like that. And I'd love to invite you to listen. And you could just Check it out on iTunes. It's called Thrive by Design or anywhere podcasts are. Where are we? 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 Where are
That's brilliant. So we'll put links down to, if you're listening to this over on iTunes, come over to the Romance Your Tribe website, romanceyourtribe.com, and you can see all of our podcasts there, and you'll find Tracy, and you will see there it's got, um, I'll put links to everything. So there'll be links to Instagram, to the podcast, over to Tracy's websites, and um, so you can go and connect with Tracy because, you know, having having a world with Tracy, you know, will be much richer for you. So. Oh, thanks, Diana. <laughs> and one of the best things that you can do if you're listening to this podcast is you know Tracy and I taking the time out to to I mean I just you know it was a great opportunity for us to catch up but also um, give some feedback so go and tell Tracy what action you have taken this week I love that result of you listening to her advice today that's one of the best feedbacks that you can give so bye everybody and thank you so much Tracy for your time and I'm going to let you go now to go and design jewelry with this lucky client thank you. coming over <laughs> thanks Jenna thanks for having me bye everybody it's Janet here thanks for joining me on Romance Your Tribe Radio hey you heard our voices today but do you want to see what we really look like you can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.